Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not that being dilly. Don't go around willy-nilly. Seems to us kind of silly that we Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural, the first, the very, very special episode of MF Uncensored, our very, very first second attempt at this. <laughs> so uh, for those of you guys who don't know, I am one of the hosts, Paul, and with me in the studio right now is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, just living the dream, man. Just living the dream. Aren't we always? Always. <laughs> but uh, so this is our very first episode of MF Uncensored. If you guys haven't heard some of our material, you can find us on the Multiverse Fancast and on Cinematic Adventures, all part of the Misfit Faction Media Network. And if you guys are looking to take our podcast on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find our website, themisfitfaction.com. Once this uh, is all live and going and moving, you're going to find all of our episodes up there. You can find our Facebook page, The Misfit Faction. And basically, if you want content, those are the places that you can go. Now, a lot of people are wondering, what are we doing with a third podcast? Ronnie? We're doing nothing. We're doing nothing. A whole lot of nothing. (laughs) So this episode is really kind of describe what were we thinking at the time? So for yeah. those of you guys who don't know, we've been doing podcasts now for years. It's been a yep. long, long road. And uh, it's something that started off as a hobby, something to do uh, mm-hmm. with me and Ronnie. Ronnie, do you remember doing our first episode? Yes, I remember. I remember we were at the Taekwondo school. Yep, where we were both teaching yep. at the time. We weren't even in like the conference room, which we ended up moving to. I remember we did it in like the little media room type of area they the had. The most open acoustic <laughs> room. <laughs> Yeah, um, but it, it was kind of kind of like this episode is going to be like where it was just almost like an interview. It was like our tops, you know, you our know, favorite superheroes, superheroes yep. villains, you know, movies, all that kind of stuff. It was like a little introductory. It was so high quality. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> it is so terrible. The first episode, uh, ironically, it's our most downloaded episode of all yes. time. But uh, we we had this sm- small little snowball microphone yep, the snowball. that we still have. It's sitting right in the corner over there for, for nostalgia per- purposes, <laughs> just for nostalgia. <laughs> and we didn't have a mixer. We literally nope. was just plug it in and record on. Uh, I think you had GarageBand at the yep. time we were using, and just it was just a fun little project. And we we were consistent with it. We every week we were doing consistent. something. Oh man, <laughs> when you if you guys ever listen to our beginning stuff we had episodes that were coming out two three a week with, yes. with zero editing too <laughs> zero editing. Just, just just intro music outro music that was it that was it and that was and even that was just that was janky as hell yeah. like it was rough like but uh we we stuck with it and we found that people were listening strangely enough why we don't know this was really before the big podcast podcast craze took off yes. like now everybody and their mother has a podcast or wants yeah. to start a podcast or knows someone that does a podcast so um we stayed consistent and we we had people that were listening and they were like we we really like what you're saying but we we can't understand you sometimes what do you mean it sounds like you're in a tunnel is it because we're sharing the same mic <laughs> not, not even passing it to each other no. just leaning forward it was just sitting in the middle we just lean in when we had something to say or sometimes we would just not lean in, lean in yeah and just say just, just stay back there Talking like this. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, so we, we found ourselves at a point where people wanted more and they they wanted 
some better quality to go with it. So we we, st- we did a GoFundMe. Yeah. We did a, a crowdfunding type effort um, where you know we, we had people actually donate to our cause, and we made enough money to buy our first mixer. It's, it's sitting on the desk here, too. Yep. Uh, the Scarlet Mixer, Scarlet Headphones, and uh, we had two microphones. Yeah. And they each plugged in. And same thing, we would uh, – every week we would set this up. We would yeah. sit at the Taekwondo school where we were working and just – Go into the conference room, set it up for like ten minutes, do our episode, take it all apart, and then leave. So that that's where we found ourselves, and we were doing two, three episodes a week. We were covering the Flash and Arrow. That's really yeah. how our show started. We, weekly episodes of the show we would review, and we would then think of really weird titles for the episodes. Yeah. Ronnie thought of some of the weirdest episode you, uh, titles you could possibly imagine, but they were amazing. They were always not. <laughs> terrible but no so we we found ourselves doing that and every week and every week and it it got to a point where it was almost it was too much way too much and that was without some of the other stuff and then we were approached by our good friend matt vanicoro and he was Mm -hmm. like hey i have to do a review for uh for samson which is an audio uh company and they need to take pictures of people using their equipment and Mm -hmm. feature it on their website and if they and if you do you can keep the equipment so we ended up getting a brand new mixer Two extra microphones, headphones, like the whole nine, all these uh, the the stands for the for the, the microphones, mics, yeah. everything basically to to really take off in production. So we we stayed consistent. We were still doing episodes, we, a few and far between. It now yeah. turned into more once a week. Um, we were doing movies, we were doing TV shows. Then we moved in together, the three of us. <laughs> it was me, Ronnie, Sean uh, from Cinematic Adventures uh, sharing a house, and we thought it would be even easier. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. We we found ourselves at a point where we, we'd be hanging out and just not wanting to do anything. Yeah. Or not even like and And there was also scheduling conflicts, you know. I was working midnights you, at the time. You were there when we weren't there. You know, we were there when you weren't. I was, was sleeping just, when you guys were there. Yeah. So it, it 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 turned into just scheduling and I think what, we lived in the same house for three Three years, years yeah. And we might have recorded three episodes. <laughs> Well, I remember we did uh, we did Black Panther. We did a we live did, Black Panther, which is still uh, still on our Facebook page. Yeah, it is terrible. Also, because yep. um, we're on that couch that yeah. creaked. Yep. Yeah. So if you just did listen to the audio, all you heard every couple of seconds was. Hurt. Yeah, we we got to do another live. Yeah, another live. Yeah. But uh, that is that is on the docket for mm-hmm. for more live episodes and also um, some more user interaction type yeah. stuff. Um, but then we did a Captain Marvel versus Shazam episode. Yep. And then. The, the lost tapes. The lost tapes. So, Ugh. we decided when Crisis on Infinite Earths was coming out uh, for the DC for the Arrowverse, we decided this is when we're going to get back into it. We're going to restart and we're going to reboot the shows and and really come back strong. We didn't. No, we, we did we a full episode. We did well over an hour episode, and I forgot what exactly happened but somehow it we lost it it got deleted somehow magically got deleted even though it was all saved and everything you know because it automatically saves for you basically Mm -hmm. um and somehow it got deleted and i think that just cut our legs out from underneath us and we were just like you know what fuck it (laughs) yeah basically and so we we had very long hiatuses but then we well, I think during COVID, like really, yeah. like things were just starting to open back up, and I really wanted to get back into it. Producer Melanie was working on her book page at the time, and she was doing really well, and it made me very like 
it made me miss what we did. And yeah. also like we weren't seeing each other nearly as much. And when we did, we'd just go out drinking and, you know, just kind of nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's no, oh, no, there's nothing wrong with, with, with just going out to the bar and drink, but I find we would, we would just kind of sit there in silence for a while, yeah. just kind of looking around or playing on our phones or whatever. So it turned into more of a, like a weekly hangout session. And yeah. then, then it molded into, well, let's start another podcast with Sean, where yeah. we just talk about movies. Because Sean, if you guys don't know Sean, and you'll hear Sean at the uh, towards the end of the episode, he knows pretty much everything about movies. About everything. He is a walking movie encyclopedia. Yes. Like as far as like me and comic books and superhero stuff, he is that for movies. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Usually, it's very incredible. Yes. It's, it's never. It's always a surprise. Yeah. You never know Sean's going to drop. After some, how like, many years of being friends with him, it's like, wait, what? Where did you come from with that? <laughs> so. You know, we we added this other show, and this isn't to make fun of Ronnie, but we tried a third show called Laces Out, where yeah. it was all about sports. And then that one, the problem that ran into was, A, I don't know sports. And B, COVID happened and there were no sports. No sports. And also then we had some scheduling issues with, yeah. uh, with Ronnie and Sean, who were hosting it together, just trying to get under the same roof at the same time yeah. with each other. And that was, that was the real issue that we ran into. So... Laces out kind of started to fizzle out. It fizzled out. <laughs> um, it still exists. You can still find it somewhere. Maybe uh, I. I think I deactivated the Facebook page. I, oh yeah, 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 that's funny. <laughs> but um, that's where we found ourselves. But then suddenly, a couple of months ago, I connected with uh, a gentleman on Facebook, which sounds really dirty the, when I say it that way. Does your wife know? Yeah, she's sitting over there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, named Steve Joyner. Uh, big shout out to Steve, who's been. Uh, instrumental in getting us going with all this stuff but um he specialized in connecting podcasters with uh with interviews that was his thing so i started speaking with him and he basically was like hey i have all these people that you can interview as long as you interview these people also for me Mm -hmm. okay win 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 yeah and suddenly we were inundated with people wanting to be on the show yes uh we have basically we created almost a month and a half of content yep that's going to be released after this episode. So every Wednesday, you're going to find a brand new episode from us. And some one Wednesday, it's going to be a pure topical. It's going to be, you know, me, Ronnie, whoever else wants to jump in and just talk and just, you know, BS. shooting the shit for, yeah. for 30, 45 minutes. And then every other week, it's going to be an interview. Now, mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil any of the interviews because some of them are really, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, some of them are with... Uh, some celebrities we have other podcasters we have authors we have a lot of different people and some of the topics are really intense and some mm-hmm. of them are also really fun um we had uh rico aviles from the uh, rico podcast he was fantastic um neil getzlow from uh he wrote a book that i'm going to talk about during the commercial break but um yeah we've had a lot of really interesting people and a lot of interesting stories that we've been working through and yeah we found that it just didn't fit in the vein with any of our other shows. Yeah. So we decided that this was the best route to do. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Um. Again, you know, it's it's basically you know the every other week one where we're kind of BSing is like the the normal when you're hanging out with your friends topics. You know, like different things like that. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Again, it. You know, as we said at the beginning with the warning, there's going to be some colorful language being used not like we're going to purposely use it but natural just yeah. a little bit more free-flowing yeah. um some of the topics are are going to be intense some of yes. them are going to involve uh some less than fun discussion-based uh things um also we are going to remind everyone that we are very inclusive here and we we don't want anybody to ever be a you know we don't want any hateful type speech on our show so if, yes. if there's a, an episode that you don't agree with that's cool 
That's you don't cool. have to listen. That's Just fine. Don't listen. Um, but any sort of hate speech or anything like that will get you kicked off any of our pages or anything like that. Yes. So just keep that in mind. We want to keep it um, interesting, I think, is yes. the best way. This is going to be a very interesting type podcast. It's not going to be always like fun, 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 laughing, laughing, you know, silly noises, yeah. comic books <laughs> and stuff like that. But um, we had an interview, uh, producer Melanie and I had an interview, which uh, you'll, you'll see in the next couple of weeks, where it was a very intense topic structure. So... We're excited. This is this is a really yeah. cool and exciting part for us, and um, we're looking forward to giving you guys some content. So just to give you an idea of what this episode is going to be, it's going to be a get-to-know-us type episode because mm-hmm. not all of you guys may be familiar with us from the Multiverse Fancast or Cinematic Adventures. So basically, we're going to be introducing some of our hosts. Um, we're going to we these are all pre-recorded, so we kind of going to put it all together in post. Yeah, wish me luck, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, we're going to go from there. So I think our first interviewee is actually on the docket is from the Multiverse Fancast is unofficial official third podcast host, Rob. So the first person that we're going to introduce in this motley crew of of strange and unusual podcasters and hosts and interviews and all that jazz. Dare you say misfits? Dare I say, misfits. But um, so we wanted to introduce our, our first unofficial, official member. Like this was a whole process getting Rob involved. And um, I had to go through so many interviews and some of them, I don't think you, I think you did things in those interviews that aren't actually legal. Don't worry about it. So yes, that is actually a unofficial, official third podcast host from the Multiverse Fancast, Rob. Rob, how are you? Hi, today? it's good to be here. I'm thankful to be a part of this and to finally have my membership card stamped. That's where did he get a membership card? Well, I needed it I for know. the uh, parking. Oh yeah, I'll validate I think, that. I think it was an AARP card. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see where we're going. Rough with this. that one, but um, so for us, Rob was always a big supporter when we started Multiverse. So fin- the age difference now is on the table, apparently. <laughs> oh wow! I'm trying to redirect. I'm trying to redirect. But uh, so Rob was a very big supporter of us when we first got started uh, with the Multiverse Fancast. Uh, he and his family did a, a donation to our original mm-hmm. uh, startup, and he's always been somebody that like he listened to the episodes. He talked to us about them. We always had uh, conversations after UMAC, where we, you know, I was yeah. working at the time where Ronnie uh, currently works. Um, so we always made it a point to listen to whenever they had a show that came out. We make a point of listening to it together as a family in the car and just you know because we we you know there's the three of us in our family you know lauren timmy and i uh we love superheroes and we love all these geeky things but we never had anyone to talk to about it outside of ourselves so like you know we would listen to the episode in the car uh and then we would next time we run into them would kind of go through it with them oh we like this and that and everything and it was always a lot of fun for us Yeah, yeah so now it you know fast forward x amount of years where rob is not only he became a contributor first where he would come on every once in a while. We'd have him on, you know, for, uh, we did justice league with him. We did our DC Marvel crossover episodes. He was always a big part of, cause, um, I'm a huge DC fan. Ronnie's a Marvel, but also DC fan. And Rob kind of leans towards the Marvel side. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that we don't like those, res- the other respective categories, mm-hmm. but, uh, that's just the way we kind of all worked. And, you know, Ronnie and I at first initially were like, we need a, we need somebody else on the show to kind of counterbalance. Cause we, it was a lot of DC love fest when yeah, the show yeah. first started. It was a lot of like flash and arrow. And when those shows were big, um, you know, getting ready for Batman. I think our first movie episode was Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Uh, back on the multiverse oh, fan wow. cast years and years ago. So Rob, tell us a little bit about making the transition to being a, an actual co-host. On well, the I don't show. think it's polite to ask someone about their transition. I, I to, sh- to co-host of the show <laughs> is totally fine on the show. I totally sir. missed the question. Cause I was so focused on that joke. What was the question again? 
so you went from listener of the show yeah. to um, contributor and then co-host. Kind of okay. Tell us how how did that process work for you? Uh, like, what were well, your thoughts? I think some of it was based on the fact that that you know it was availability. Some of it, and it wasn't necessarily my availability. It was the fact that even though the three of you lived together, you couldn't quite do a weekly podcast, which always very strange. My yeah. Mind. Um, and then I think when you finally moved out from one another and, and got you know your your lives on going on their own, then it was like okay, we're doing this weekly. And I'm like, all right, I, I think I'd like to commit to this too. I, I, I like the idea of being able to, you know, some people will uh, go to a bar every week and hang out uh, with their friends. Some people will have poker games. I get together with my friends and I talk about geeky superhero stuff. And that's kind of like a, a fun outlet for me. It's it's always been something and it's cost effective too because it doesn't – I don't have to pay for drinks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's always been something that's been sort of a nice outlet for me that I, it's a part of my week that I always look forward to. And, and I like just – I like the creative process a lot. I love the – to be able to create things on the fly. Like we just recorded a podcast a few minutes ago for the upcoming week. And it was just so much fun trying to figure out how it was going to look and what it was. And I got to host, so I, I got to figure out, you know, what it was going to look like and how it, the conversation was going to go. And for me, that's just, that's a real joy of being like the idea that you have nothing and you create something from it just is, is astounding. Uh, I love that human capability. So for me, it's, it's that joy of creation, which is, brings me here now. So for our, this new podcast, uh, MF, uncensored we are doing a lot more interviews something that we were not used to something that we've there's been a little bit of a learning curve uh, especially for me who's who's had to do a couple but uh rob did the first interview with me uh we, we talked about to rico aviles 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 um from the rico podcast uh that episode is going to be dropping probably in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. where um he, you know he told us kind of his process but rob is an I hope you don't mind me no, saying, but Rob is can. an English teacher, that, uh, so yeah. he brought a different level. And we just talked about uh, on the Multiverse Fancast superhero teams, where everybody kind of brings a different, uh, unique ability to um, to the show. So, Rob, what is your unique ability that you bring oh, to the show? Oh wow! Um, okay, <laughs> being a, a teacher, I have I deal with you know teens. Uh, as a job. That's my job. I mean, I know you do too, but yours is more of a corralling them and kind of making sure they're all having good behavior. Um, whereas I, I have them, I have a captive audience for 42 minutes every day, five times a day. So essentially I am, I'm hosting five shows a day. Um, and I have to make it interesting. I have to make it fun. I have to make I have to gear it towards a teenage mentality of, cause if, let's face it, most teenagers don't want to be in school. But I have what? to make it so that way they want to be there, that they actually look forward to being there. So I have to I have to be the Pied Piper. I have to be the creative one. I have to be the one that's keeping everyone on their toes. So my my superhero ability that I bring to here is that sense of playfulness and creativity where I don't want the the enemy of a teacher is boredom. And so I never want it to be boring. So that's why, you know, if, if I'm conducting a conversation and, and a dialogue and discussion, I try and keep it lively. Like I try and realize, okay, at what point are we starting to labor too much on this point and we should move on? At what point is this becoming boring? Okay, here it is. Now let's shift. So it's, I, I have a, an, uh, an, in, in my brain, I have a boredom detector. That's my superhero power. He still hasn't figured it out though while he's with us. You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so like that, that's a lot of good stuff. Now, also, one of the biggest things that you bring to the table is you, I, I had asked you when we first were pitching this idea of, of creating something a little bit more with the podcast, the idea of doing reviews and doing mm-hmm. writing and covering uh, some of the, some of the more, 
uh, detailed things in, in form of writing instead of yeah. just doing podcast episodes or just talking about them. So tell us a little bit about your review process. Okay. Yeah. Um, I first start, well, I, I got to go even way, way back. I have been a huge, huge fan of uh, film criticism in writing. Um, in high school, I used to, every Friday, I would, this is of course before the internet, Shut up, Ronnie. Um, <laughs> this is, I would go, you know, to the store and I would buy a USA Today, a New York Post, a New York Times, and a Daily News. Because I knew those are the, newspapers those for are you newspapers young folks. For those kids. What? <laughs> Superman used to work for the newspaper. Nah, you made that up. And he'd change in a telephone booth. A what? what? <laughs> um, I used to buy them every Friday because on every Friday, that's when the movies came out. And they would always have their reviews in there. And I was fascinated with just how... And they, I wouldn't even go and see all these movies. I would just read all the reviews because I love to see how they could review a film, how they could attack it from different levels, how they could praise it, how they brought in like other films. Uh, and so it just – and my hero, and I've mentioned this several, several times, is Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert really taught me a love of films. And watching Siskel and Ebert growing up really showed me just how you could – how you could look at a film and not see it just for the story. You see it for the acting, for the filmmaking, for the cinematography, for the history that it's played. It plays a role in, in terms of, you know, how it's been influenced by other films. Um, And I think that's absolutely fascinating to me. So I started writing film reviews when I was in high school for the high school newspaper and it kind of never just stopped. I loved being able to write reviews. Um, I got hired uh, years ago by a website called playshakespeare.com. Feel free to check out. Oh, maybe we'll put that on the Affiliates 2 page, playshakespeare.com, where every, maybe about two or three times a year, they contact me with like a book or or a film that they want me to review. Or I could just like, if I say, hey, there's this film coming out, can I write a review for it? They love it. Uh, or I've gone to Shakespeare plays and I've written reviews for them too. And uh, and they publish it. And I've actually been quoted by a, a, an author uh, where I'm, if you look up on Amazon on one of my reviews, I'm one of my quotes from my review is under his book. I'm like, wow. Oh, wow. this is so cool. Uh, and so I love writing the reviews. I I love writing. And of course, I run the newspaper at our high school. So I, I teach other kids how to write reviews. And I also teach a film class too. Um, but I love the sort of just being able to, again, take start with nothing and, and create something from nothing and just using knowledge and, and skill uh, for writing and being able to you know, dissect it, but in an entertaining way, something that's going to hook people uh, or, or completely turn them on or off from a property too, like Venom. Uh, or Space Jam too, <laughs> crap. But, uh, well, that's going to wrap up uh, our time with Rob. Just uh, thank you for uh, stopping in really quick. I know thank we're, we're so getting much. a little bit of a schedule for you. So, uh, you know, that's you're going to hear more from Rob. If you yes. guys uh, listen to Multiverse Fancast, obviously you hear him every week. But uh, you're going to hear him on a couple of different interviews. And I'm sure he's going to fight for some of the other ones that we got lined up. So, And I have to just say, if this is uncensored, no one's cursed yet. I know. That's weird, right? God damn it. Because yeah, I, I haven't been speaking. No. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Rob. And that's going to wrap up this segment. And we will be back with our next one right after this. All right, before we move on to the next person that we're going to be speaking to, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor for this week's episode, Neil Getzlow. Neil Getzlow is a writer and author of the recently published book, Unmasked, Conquering Sexual Sin and Walking in Victory, a story that was a story of redemption that happened the year of 2020, obviously the year of COVID and uh, coronavirus and quarantine and lockdowns. During a time where the whole world was putting on a mask to save lives, Neil was taking his own off to save his own life and save the life of his marriage. So basically just a few weeks before the pandemic lockdown, the entire country, Neil's... uh, 
addiction to porn and uh, sex led him to a hotel room in Chicago on a business trip where ultimately he was blackmailed while he was there that his wife would find out everything about his indiscretions. And when Neil stopped paying these people money, they actually called and told his wife everything. And this set off a chain of events in the weeks ahead that ultimately led Neil to unmask all of his uh, sins to God and to his wife. And in Unmasked, he details this journey. We got a chance to sit down with Neil and speak with him, and that interview is going to be coming out next week, I believe. Um, and it's a great story that you know Neil and his wife Amy wanted to share the redemption story with the world and the hope of helping people who might be experiencing the same struggles that they have gone through, trying to rebuild a marriage in the face of having infidelity and addiction. So as a special uh, gift to our listeners, if you guys visit his website, neilgetslow.com, that's N-E-I-L-G-E-T-Z-L-O-W.com, and you purchase one of his books, you can use the code free ship and get free shipping off any of your orders. Again, Neil's a great guy, a great uh, person, and we had a lot of fun, uh, or it was an interesting talk uh, speaking with him, and you're going to hear that episode very quickly. So that's neilgetslow.com and use the code free ship for free shipping on any book orders. All right, we are back, and I am, I'm so excited to talk to this guy. I, You know what it is? Sometimes you find friends that last last a few years, but for me, we have a friendship that has spawned over 13, 14, 15 years. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. So uh, if you guys have ever listened to any of our podcasts, and you know uh, Cinematic Adventures or the Multiverse Fancast occasionally, you're going to know this guy. You're going to love this guy, and that is Sean. Sean, how are you tonight? I am good, Paul. How about you? Oh, just living the dream. So obviously, this is our first official episode of MF Uncensored, and we can't do it without Sean. And I, I didn't even know about this. I know, right? No, but like, MF Uncensored, what are we talking about You're here? such a... Just a pain in the ass. But anyway, uh, Sean was also involved in one of our interviews with uh, Steve Rubin, the writer of the James Bond Encyclopedia that just got released on Cinematic Adventures. So, uh, and uh, and uh, why am I blanking on his name? No, don't say it yet. We haven't announced him oh, yet. Haven't announced we haven't announced him, him yet? yet. Thank God you did not remember his name. But that this was is, that... this is why there's got to be conferences between us, you know, before we start recording. We just do this off the top of our heads. Calm down. But um, so yeah, Sean has uh, he, you know, it's funny. Sean and I have had a, a friendship for for quite some time now, and it's always been based off uh, of movies and TV shows. It's been a big cornerstone of our friendship, and uh, now Sean's co-hosting a podcast. Sean, how do you feel about that? Um. I'll be honest, when you originally came up with the idea now, what has it been, a year and a half? Something like that, yeah. Um, I didn't think we would get to this point, mm. to be honest. And that's nothing against you or, or us as a whole. I just didn't think we'd ever go down this road in terms of doing uh, interviews and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's scary, but it's also exciting, mm -hmm. uh, I have to admit. Um, I've been on two interviews uh, so far, and uh, I gotta get I gotta get my my legs under me, but I'll get there. The second interview you did much better. Yeah, but you know, it's more just knowing who you're talking to and yeah. having like a couple questions written down and stuff like that. But you know, hey, you live, you learn. It is what it is. You know, no time to die, as it were. Oh, look uh, at you. further plug for one of our other shows. But um, you know, really exciting because it's funny. Sean and I really kind of started the podcast without starting the podcast. <laughs> Where we would just spend hours just bullshitting about movies and just TV shows, and it was it was also a factor of, again, you know, the timing of when we decided to start doing this. You know, no movies were coming out. Weirdest so, thing, right? So you know, we're we're just starting to get movies coming out at a, at a decent rate, and uh, 
we gotta we gotta hunker down and uh, come up with a game plan of how we're gonna, you know, see these movies uh, without, uh, you know, just talking about retro movies. You know, as much as I love that, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but you know, we wanna we wanna you know stick to the contemporary stuff a little more. But uh, hey, it is what it is. Again, Sean Sean used some fancy phrases, contemporary, contemporary. And, but um, you know, it's funny you, you say that because. Most we started a, two brand new podcasts when COVID hit, and uh, mm-hmm. one of them was Laces Out, which we did mention. R.I.P. to to Laces Out. Just I still think that, a sore subject. I know that was that was more of a COVID and then a scheduling type issue because this is again it was just we couldn't get on the same page. Yeah, and then and we did. There was you guys would hang out in my basement recording for another hour after like we recorded. Yeah, it was just it, it was tough. Too I, much. I way think, too I much. I think that would work if you know down the road we we get portable. You know, some sort of portable infra- portable sets for everyone's you know place, and you know this way you know someone can do a podcast with someone else, but we don't have to all track. No offense to your place, hey. you, you you're pretty centered. Yes, like you're you're good center dis- location. You're you're about to, the same distance for Ronnie to hear as it is for me to hear. So it's not like you're like, you know, God knows where, and we have to like trek an hour to get to you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's not the case. We also have the right spacing here. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Just a, you know, I, I'm, 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 I might just take it out of the podcast topics, and just put it together. You know, a best of. I mean, you could do that. I mean, like, you know, you know, a podcast of a podcast. Oh, my God, my brain. Double inception <laughs> on that one. But, yeah, so I just wanted to make sure that Sean uh, introduced himself because he is uh, involved with two of the big, two of the bigger interviews. Uh, one is published. One is uh, still a little secret. Just uh, It's a secret. It's a secret. I don't even know who it was. Well, you didn't you didn't say anything. The whole I don't then remember. You, then you I honestly couldn't he, remember his name. Yeah, I know that was really funny. <laughs> but uh, Sean did drop the biggest question at the end, where he was like, "I never thought of that," or like it was it was a very good interview. So that'll wrap us up on Sean because I do think we have another podcast that we have to go do right now. Aww. And when we come back, you're going to hear from the real brains behind this uh, production, producer Melanie, and that'll be when we come back. All right, we are back, and we are introducing the last of the MF Uncensored crew. If you guys have been following along with our Facebook, our podcast, the Multiverse Fancast, or Cinematic Adventures, you've heard her name, you've seen her work. If you guys are on Instagram and you follow Bibliophiles Assemble, well, you're pretty awesome, and you definitely know her work. We have with us producer Melanie. Melanie, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, just living the dream, getting to hang out with you, recording... You did all your vocal exercises a couple of seconds ago, which was just all the fun. I sure did. You sure, sure did. So for those who don't know, Melanie, um, she's been uh, really big behind the scenes with stuff. She gets us organized. She helps me schedule. She tolerates my shenanigans. And her biggest thing is her page on Instagram, Bibliophiles Assembled. Melanie, can you tell us a little bit about Bibliophiles Assembled? Sure. So um, what I pretty much do on my page is I'll read books. Whether they're recommendations from other people or just things that I pick up or things that I see at work. Um, little disclaimer, I work at a library, which is probably the best job I've ever had. Um, but anything that really catches my eye, I'm a sucker for pretty covers. But also I really enjoy the classics and, and things like that and other nonfiction. So 
Um, I just read whatever I want, whenever I want, and I'll write a little something about it. And sometimes I'll share some stories. I'll do reviews. Uh, I've created, um, I created this page during the pandemic pretty much because I wanted to try and keep my brain going. It wasn't just working from home and then that's it. So I was fortunate enough to find a lot of people who felt the same way. And, um, I'm now involved in a very, very large book community on Instagram, and I'm really excited about that. I met some really, really great people, and I'm, you know, I'm happy to call them my friends, and they're all over the country, some are all over the world, which is pretty nice that, you know, I'm able to connect with all of these people just from my phone. That's that's really cool. And, you know, uh, full disclosure, it was Melanie doing uh, Bibliophiles Assemble that actually inspired us to... Uh, to kind of kick back off the podcasting stuff. Cause I remember I, w- I would be sitting there watching her and she was having all these really great interactions with people all over the world. And I was like, man, I, I miss that. I miss having um, s- some sort of voice and getting to connect with people everywhere. So seeing her uh, kind of do that and do really, and do really well with it. Like, it's funny. We have an Instagram page for the Misfit Faction, you know, like uh, where we post our new episodes and every once in a while, something funny, but um it's, it's weird being like, man, we got a hundred followers. And then I look at her page and, and it explodes with all this just really good energy and just a lot of good vibes. And, you know, I've gotten a chance to talk to some of the people that are on your book page and they're, they're all really interesting people. So what would be your goal for your book page? Where, where do you want it to go? Oh man. Um, I did not give her any sort of, um, prep time. There was no prep time for these questions, which is fine. Um, I do better on the fly anyway. So, uh, what I want from my pages, I want to continue to connect with people. Um, I love connecting with authors and, um, one of my favorite authors, uh, Bob Berg, he wrote the, the go-giver. He, um, he actually commented on one of my posts and I, I don't, I don't recall if he follows me or not. It doesn't even matter, but he just acknowledged my presence in the world. And that was like the coolest thing. I've had authors send me books to review. I've had, um, I've had some people, that I've connected with travel the world. I'm watching them travel the world and just do book reviews wherever, you know, whether it's South America, whether they're going to Europe, they're going to Africa, they're traveling all over the States. Um, it's just pretty awesome. And I would love to, to bring my brand that, and, you know, in that direction. Um, and obviously the misfit faction, just in general, I think all of us, you know, we're all friends and, and we're basically family at this point. We are family and, it would be really cool to be able to just kind of travel the world and just do what we love to do, talking to people, reading, watching movies, you know, doing all that stuff. I think that is kind of like the end goal that I have for me personally, but I think for us as well. I love it. So we're going to do a a quick story too. Um, We had our first convention experience this past summer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, not scratch that. It's our second one. So the first one, I geeked out so hard because Matt Ryan, who played John Constantine on Legends of Tomorrow, was there. And that's the only reason I wanted to go. There were some other really good actors and a lot of uh, really cool people. But now this time, you had your full-on geek-out experience to the point where you basically pushed me and I think Sean out of the way to go see this person, but you fangirled so hard that you had to do two laps around them before you, you actually went to go talk to them. Can you tell us who that was and a little bit about your biggest nerdy experience with the Misfits? 
Okay, well, I'm I'm just going to jump back really quick before we jump into that. That was our second convention. We did go to BookCon at the Javits Center. That's right, we did. That's right, my bad. In, in June of 2019. Right before everything um, kind of... Yeah, like a year, a, yeah. a little less than a year after. But um, that was just so awesome for me. Um, that was one of the best surprises ever um, that I could ever get just because it's it's a book convention. Like this... That, that's where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be running around and looking at all these different books and all the publishers and, um, you know, meeting some authors. It was, it, it was awesome. John Cena was there. No, we did not meet him. And that's Couldn't fine. even see him. No, we couldn't. Like actually, literally, it's not even the meme at this point. It's <laughs> <So> we really, <laughs> like he was like locked away and you had yeah. to pay, I think it was it like was 300, pretty, like $300 or yeah, something. It was a pretty penny to go see him, which, you know, it wouldn't, for some people, it's worth it. Um, I probably would have paid it if, you know, I was just throwing around money at other things than books that weekend. But um, And tea. And tea, yes. We got tea at that thing. Yeah, yeah that was good. That yeah, was fun. that was great tea. Um, but that was, a, like, such a fun experience with, uh, with you. But as far as totally fangirling out at this... Um, at this uh, convention, it was called Terrificon. It was in Connecticut. Uh, we found out about it super last minute, and we were just like, "Yeah, you know what? Let's just go." Um, it was at Mohegan Sun, mm-hmm. and um, didn't look at the list of you know who's going to be there. Just kind of went on a whim. Was just like, "Oh, let's just walk around." We saw Tommy from Power Rangers, right? No, we saw uh, Rocky. Oh, Rocky. Rocky for the Power Rangers. Uh, uh, Mickey Rooney? No. What, I'm thinking, who am I thinking no, of? No, you're, you're thinking of... Oh, God, this is going to drive me crazy. But uh, he played Yondu in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Michael Rooker. There, there it is. you go. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that was rough. That was painful. <laughs> we had to work through it. We had to work through it. Went through it. his entire filmography in my head. Yeah, no. Just... Um, yeah, he was there. We saw him also at the first one. Mm-hmm. That we went to. Very uh, big on the convention. He does a lot of conventions. Yeah. And he, he always has a great turnout just because he's so friendly and just, he's super cool. Um, so he was there. We saw a lot of voice actors. Mm-hmm. We saw, um, you know, some wrestlers that, you know, aren't like really big names right now. But um, in the last table was one of my favorite actors and... I totally fangirled out and immediately I like, I don't know if I like grabbed Paul or like pushed him out of the way or whatever. And I immediately was like freaking out, like sweaty palms, like instantly sweating from head to toe. Like, oh my God, oh my God, it's him. It's him. And most people probably won't even know who it, who he is. Once I mentioned his name, um, you'll know the movie or Mm -hmm. one of the movies, one of the movies. Yeah. But yeah, definitely one of the movies. And, um, the next thing I said was, I got to tell my mom because my mom was a huge fan of him. So uh, without further ado, I will reveal said actor. It was the legendary Christopher Atkins. And I was floored. Now, to give you some backstory, I grew up in the 90s. I really shouldn't know who this guy is. Um, I have to give all the credit to my mom for, you know, having me be a very well-rounded nerd nerd moviegoer all those things um and i have a very eclectic mm-hmm. um 
eclectic taste. Taste, yeah. In regards Palette. to yeah, there you go. Uh, regarding music and movies and and things like that. So, um, I one of my like guilty pleasure movies, which most people again do not know anything about. If they do know about it, they probably don't like it. Um, and it's called the Pirate Movie, and it's a parody on um on all the pirate movies that came out. Um, but mostly the Pirates of Penzance. So that is just, I don't know. Ever since I was little, I love that movie. That was like one of the first movies that I told Paul, like, you need to watch this movie. Oh, and, it was great too. I loved it. And if you don't like it, it this probably will not be a successful relationship moving <laughs> forward. <laughs> so, um, you know, thankfully he, he did love it. And I quote it on like a weekly basis at this point, my mom and I can quote the entire movie it's just one of those things and um you know in our uh in our brain that just takes up a probably way more space than it should but it's just super fun so if you've never seen it you should go out and see it well not go out and see it you should try to find it somewhere good luck. and watch it yes good luck it's a very obscure movie but christopher atkins was also in the famous blue lagoon movie mm-hmm. with Brooke shields yeah so, i remember that movie yeah it's a little scandalous a little awkward. Um, a little terrible to think about nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very much so. Very much so. Very much so. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Christopher Atkins, I had to loop twice, like Paul said, um, before I was like, you know, should I go over? Should I say, say hi? Should I just wave to him from afar? What should I do? Totally fangirled out. I've never done that with anyone before, and I've met a few celebrities. But mm-hmm. for him, for some reason, I just like... Maybe because it caught me off guard. I don't know. Maybe I didn't think that he would ever be at anything like this. And mm-hmm. then there he was, just in all his glory, playing Pokemon Go. With that blonde hair. With that blonde hair that was pin straight because apparently his famous curls were a perm. Yes. For him. So he would have to get his hair done to get those lovely, lovely he, locks. He chatted with us for a while, too. Like, we, we yeah. were up there for a good 10, 15 minutes, and he was just so friendly. And just oh, like, it was definitely longer because nobody was on his line. Yeah. Well, it was weird because normally you go to a convention and the lines are huge. The lines mm-hmm. were, this was Sunday, so the lines were a little bit more spread out. They were trying to get rid of all the merchandise. So, yeah. But uh, I bring it up because, you know, here at the Misfit Faction, we are nerds in every possible way, whether it's movies, whether it's TV shows, comic books, uh, regular books, anything that inspires passion from us, you're, you're going to hear us talk about passionately. And, um, Maybe if this episode gets enough likes, Melanie will actually post the picture that she took with Christopher Atkins and the picture that he signed on uh, on her page, and we can share it because I'm sure the world the world wants to know. The world. We oh took all these pictures at this thing. Like you met those comic book creators. Yeah, I have not. I have not posted anything. I was I was considering doing like a photo dump or a highlight reel, yeah, yeah, yeah. as I like to call it, instead of photo dump. It just sounds so like nah. Nah. Um, I was contemplating doing a highlight reel for the summer because i didn't really post that much um just a lot of things like with the wedding and Mm -hmm. um my birthday new job all these things were happening so it was you know just kind of getting stuck there on my phone so now it's in the archives um but i would love to share that picture oh absolutely i'm I'm waiting for that the right moment on his birthday on his birthday i i might i might do that but yeah yeah he told us he's like find me on instagram follow me yep yeah. Also, fun fact, um, we haven't announced it, but there is a celebrity interview that we did, and Melanie listened in, mm-hmm. and this interviewee, 
who Melanie's a big fan. Of. I don't want to spoil it because I, I, it is coming out uh, this month. Yeah, but, but I, I totally fangirled with that one too, she but not as much. And he yelled at her to help him with Instagram. Yep. Which was the funniest thing because he, he called he said her my by name, name like three times, and I was like, <gasps> he said my name because she's just sit, she's sitting off camera, uh, just listening just with, with the, the headphones. headphones. Her and uh and uh, Ronnie, so. You'll also see Melanie. She did our very fir- one of our uh, first interviews that's coming out with uh, uh, Neil with Neil, yeah. Neil Getzlow, um, who I did mention earlier in the episode, mm-hmm. and uh, we just got his book. And Melanie did a, an amazing job speaking with him with me. For those of you guys who don't know, Melanie has some interviewing uh, backgrounds, uh, some work mm-hmm. in it, and just she really brings it up to the next level. So that's actually going to be our first interview episode that we drop. Uh, because we really just enjoy talking to Neil, and we also, you know, this this show is going to get deep. It's going to get um, uh, to different levels of of people. We're, basically, this show is about talking to people that we find interesting at this point. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I do believe we have a catalog. We, out of the twenty five people, we've only done about six interviews. So we have nineteen people that are still waiting to to talk to us and and sit down with us. So yeah, which I think is is really awesome. And and to kind of piggyback off of what Paul was saying, um, we created this, you know, because we wanted to have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like, yeah, well we can be raw and we can be, you know, 110% ourselves. Um, but it's not always going to be just like fun, like goofy stuff that we're doing on here. Uh, what we really love to do is to share stories here as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, interesting people with interesting stories, whether it's something really serious and deep um, not to give away any of the content, um, whether it's really deep um, and something that really really makes you think mm-hmm. um, and contemplate about what you know what you're doing with your life. Um, very thought provoking, um, I guess is the phrase I'm looking for with all oh, those. Oh yeah, 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 you got but, it. But um, I watched it know, happen. I know I, I was I was circling around it, but I think you know not life is life is fun and life is funny and. Life has really, really great moments, but it also has really hard moments that you have to work through. And I think um, being able to talk to people about that, people who want to be open and, and raw and share that story with not just us, but with our all of our listeners and, and with the world, especially people who write about it in a book, you mm-hmm. know, that it's very revealing and it takes a, a very strong person. Uh, it takes a lot of courage to do that. So definitely applauding Neil for, for sharing his, his story. It's, it's a tough one, but it's definitely one worth, um, you know, listening to because it puts a lot of things into perspective. Absolutely. And like Melanie said, don't get us wrong. You will have, we will have some fun episodes. We, I have a lot of podcasters that I, that I've spoken to. Uh, there's some solo interviews, there's some group interviews, uh, there's podcasters, there's actors, there's authors, there's behind the scenes people, people with incredible, uh, knowledge and stories. So, mm-hmm. um, we're really looking forward to sharing that with you. So that's actually going to wrap us up for tonight. Um, we want to thank you guys for tuning into our inaugural episode, our first episode, scratch that our first published episode, second attempt <laughs> at, at this episode. But, um, if you guys are listening to us on the go, like I said, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you can also find us on our website, themisfitfaction.com. You can find our Instagram, The Misfit Faction. You can find Bibliophiles Assemble on Instagram as well. Um, all part of one big network, one big happy family, C- great content, uh, all sorts of things. We are working on some other projects to go in with this. So keep an eye out for that on our Facebook page, which is The Misfit Faction. 
You can find our other podcasts, the Multiverse Fancast, Cinematic Adventures, and uh, ways to get in touch with us throughout all this. So we really want to thank you guys for all your love and support for the last couple of weeks while we've been putting this together. It's been an endeavor. It's only going to get better. So that's going to wrap us up for today. I know the rest of the crew has uh, stepped out, but I'm Paul. And I'm Melanie. And we'll be back next week. Have a good night.